What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Hooper's Hustle. I am Trey Malden. Brandon Halal. And we are going to walk you through the everyday life of a Hooper. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to one of our sponsors as this episode is brought to you by Victory Performance Insoles. Victory Performance Insoles are changing the way athletes think about insoles. Replacing your old foam insole with Victory's full-length carbon fiber insole will instantly increase your explosiveness, ground force, and shock absorption. Third-party PhD-led studies show that athletes jump plus 1.6 inches higher on a vertical, run a 60-yard dash point 12 seconds faster, and increase a broad jump by plus 4 inches. Not only that, but hundreds of sports medicine professionals are buying these for the stability, support, and softer landings they provide. Get your pair today at VictoryGear.com. That's V-K-T-R-Y-Gear.com. And use code TRE50 for $50 off your pair. Every order comes with a 30-day risk-free money-back guarantee. And see why over 200 Division I and professional teams are loving Victory at VKTRYgear.com or follow them on social media at Team Victory. Victory. Run faster, jump higher, train smarter. Today's episode is going to focus on training outside of team practices. Let's go. And it's funny that we even have to have this concept because why do people stop training when their season starts? I just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why do they? Literally, I have kids that work out every single day during the summer. And then once team practices hit, oh, man. We don't ever see them again. Ever. Until next summer <laughs> or when their season ends. But I, I just don't understand why. And everything I say or everything that people tell me is always, Coach, I'm tired. Coach, I don't have time. We already had practice. We all, I, already had, I already had practice, Coach. What do you mean I need to work out? Well, if you look at a team structure, even in a three-hour practice, how many reps, dedicated reps, are you actually getting in the categories that you would get in training? Yeah, not very many. If you don't know the answer, it's not very many. At all. And don't even get me started if you have an hour and a half, two hour practice. Oh my goodness. Like when it comes to ball handling, dedicated ball handling, dedicated shooting. Because if you're running live drills, which is also known as random type practice, live practice, which a lot of coaches have these days because obviously it's the best way to teach. You can't compete against others if you don't know how to compete against others. So a lot of coaches are using that. Yes, you'll have your breakdowns. But in that live portion, unless you are the best players or the players that are going to be getting the shots, most likely you're not shooting. Yeah. Or driving to the basket. Or shooting a layup. Like you're, You might be watching the player being the safety on defense. Whatever your role is, you're going to be doing, which is great. However, there's other things that you should probably be working on. If you can't shoot very well, even if it's not in your world, you should probably be shooting the basketball outside of practice. Yeah. And uh, to your point with the breakdowns and stuff, real quick, on breakdowns, when you're doing team breakdowns over plays and sets and all these different things, like you get, what, two shots, right? You shoot the ball. If you miss, someone puts it back up, and then we're in the next set. Like it's not, yeah. We're not getting reps up during that stuff. Yeah. So 
the focus is more on the plays and breakdowns rather than your actual reps, which in a team setting, that's what it's about. That's what team practice is for. Now, our individual workouts or even group structured workouts are based on the skills of basketball. Two different principles. So why are you stopping working out right when the season starts? I don't get it. Now, I understand you may not have significant growth in terms of trainers may not be showing you your new bag. Uh, Coach Brandon was just reading a study on this or an article about it, right? Yep. Uh, NBA players that work out in the summer will work on something for the entire summer, but they, they will not use those moves or those shots in games for another one to two seasons. And that's perfectly fine. But trainers that you work with on a routine basis are not going to put you in situations where now you're doing triple chicken wrap behind the back through the legs layup. No, they're no. not going to put you in that. They're going to put you in your setting in your type of offense that is common for all those either group players or the individual to where you can get better and thrive. It's going to be more reps. Which is about staying efficient and taking focus reps. Please, Coach Trey, explain to us focus reps in training. So anytime you go into the gym, in season, in season, really anytime you're in the gym, you should have an objective of what you're working on. I don't want anyone just going in the gym and just chucking up threes and not really focusing on what it is they're doing, not having a goal or an accomplishment to get to that day. Yeah, not it's, it's not just about saying, oh, I went to the gym and made 500 shots. Okay, where did you shoot those from? Are those shots that you're going to shoot in the game or are, the, are you just messing around trying to get to 500? Exactly. What's your percentage? Did you go 500 for 1,000 or did you go 450 for 500? I'll have you kids know? that come to the gym Say, Coach, man, I was at 24 for five hours yesterday. Well, what did you do? Did you play? Yeah, Coach, I played seven games. Well, how many shots did you make in those seven games? Um, well, okay, who were you playing against? Yeah, Coach, I was playing against some big boys. Do they know how to play basketball or are those just runs? <laughs> like, even with it, when I go to the runs in 24, I focus on something that I'm doing. Like, sometimes I'll look terrible because I'll do the same move 20 times. And if... You play basketball, you know I'm going to do that move again. Yep. But I'm doing it to work on it. So as you catch on to it, now it's even harder for me to do or finish. Like, I'll go days where I just shoot with my left hand. Yes, I will shoot threes with my left hand just because I want to learn how to do it. Exactly. So, I, But I have a focused effort in what I'm doing, even in an open gym type setting. Now, if you're going out into the gym and you don't have that same mentality, we have a problem. So some things that you can do to focus on reps. You just said it, Coach Brandon, uh, talking about your makes and misses. Yeah. So set goals. Like you have to set goals. Okay, you want to make 500 shots, but you have to pay attention, which is exactly focused reps. You have to focus on every rep you're taking because you want to shoot above 50, above 60, above 70, at 80% when you're shooting against no one, right? Like if you're on a shooting machine trying to make 500 shots, you should go 500 for 600, like you shouldn't, you should have a good percentage because, first of all, you're by yourself against no defense. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you should be focused enough to where you should be able to do that. Yeah, and it's not like you have to spend all night in the gym. Yeah. To be honest, there's a thing called deliberate practice. Deliberate practice, and we'll go over this more when we talk about mental skills. But this is the concept we're referring to when we talk about focused reps. So if you want to go look it up before we do the that podcast, please go look up what deliberate practice is. 
This is something that allows extreme focus, but it's only for a short amount of time. I think elite Olympic athletes have two hours a day to where they can do tasks. And this is every task throughout their day. Yeah. So two hours a day of deliberate focus reps and whatever they're doing. This could be from making dinner to working on their craft. Yeah. And, two hours. And take this from the people that know more than we do. Like when you hear studies and articles and stuff like that with Kobe and Michael Jordan and those guys saying, I was in the gym working on the same exact move for two hours and look where it got them. Like, don't just take that for granted. Take it from them. And really, that's what focused reps is. That's how you get better at something. And that's how you continue to stay in. And that's how you continue to stay sharp during the season. And with that being said, it's you don't have to kill yourself in the gym. Okay, Do not kill yourself in the gym. Stay focused. Keep it short with your extra workouts. Because, yes, we do understand you are working hard at practice. And it's more about maintenance than it is anything. Like I said, we're not out there to learn new skills and do this, this, and that. Yeah, We're just out there to get reps and maintain what we've done over the summer so we stay sharp and are able to compete in games. There, we'll transition into doing cognitive training um, outside of practice. So you want to take us through some cognitive stuff that we could do um, outside of team practice? Yeah, so let's think about drills for a second. So now your body might be a little beat up. Maybe you are tired. You know, it, it is hard for you to get up and down the court. Maybe this is towards the end of the season. Things that we can always do is watch film. Oh, that's a huge one. Let's learn from it. That's huge. So this could be from watching your practices, watching games of yourself, or let's just watch college or the NBA. I mean, I think college is a great stable to watch mm -hmm. because they are actively trying to play as hard as they can every single night. Yeah. And that's not a knock to the NBA, but you get to see basketball for what it's worth in the NCAA. Oh, for sure. I agree 100%. Um, I honestly like watching NCAA because they really have something to play for. Um, not to say that NBA doesn't, but... I feel like uh, college players have a chip on their shoulder because they're all trying to make it to the next level. Yeah. So with watching film, you got to know what to watch for as well. Yeah. So if you're watching film of yourself, um, you can get, obviously a bunch of people are using different film stuff for their high schools these days. A lot of coaches are using it. So if you can get film of yourself or if you get film of the team, be active with it. Uh, watch it yourself watch it with your coach watch it with one of your assistant coach or teammates be yeah. a leader and bring other people in yeah. to where you guys can watch communicate and see what you are doing well see what you can do better yep and move on from there and that's how you guys create the chemistry amongst each other and that chemistry will carry on over to the court uh for example let's say me and trey go to watch film like hey let's go watch this game we see something that we that we either did good or did bad, and then we could fix it or improve on it the next time. Like, hey, we could have ran this play better. I could have been in this spot. I could have passed it to you in this spot. Like, that's such small things that in games, when it comes down to it, will matter. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the stigma in watching film, it's pretty negative because you're always looking for mistakes, right? Right. You're always looking for mistakes. So make sure there's a clear balance of when you watch film, you're listing positive things. Maybe you're clipping up positive plays. 
of everyone running the offense, not yeah. just looking at the highlight. Oh, dang, that boy got dunked on right there. Like not looking at the highlights and stuff, but actually looking at the sport, the game, the structure of what is going on. Pay attention to the timing of it all, like especially when you guys are running offense, even defense uh, schemes. Like if you guys are running zones and stuff like that, like when the traps come and all that good stuff, or on offense when you're supposed to cut, when you're set the screen. Like pay attention to those little things that you can improve on. And when you do that amongst each other with your peers and your teammates and your coaches, like that's what's going to help you guys excel on the court together. Definitely. I mean, in high school, after every game, we watched film. In college, we watched film. In college, I probably watched more film than I don't even. I was watching film nonstop. And at times in games, I wasn't playing. Yeah. I didn't play. But I was still going to watch that film to see what we can do better because it was my job to lead that team. Yeah, exactly. Even when I didn't get minutes. And that's just being a great teammate on your end. Like, be great teammates to each other. Help yeah. each other out. I mean, everyone says they want to win a championship, but what do they want to do to get it? So, we have went over not working out outside of your team practice. Are you willing to do that? We're talking about watching film individually and being the guy that brings other people into the culture in terms of doing something extra. Are you doing that? Yes. And if you're not, you you just don't want to win. Yeah, and you don't want to get better. Um, so I think one of our bigger takeaways in this episode is staying efficient during workouts outside of practice and make sure you guys are taking focused reps. Yes, and believe in yourselves. If you... Don't think you can push through that wall. You can. You can. I guarantee it. So stay focused. Do what you got to do. Get that work done. And we better see you in the gym. And we better see you. (laughs) 